opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, this is Willeen Shah, your facilitator for Isle of Braille, welcoming you all on June the 1st, 2023. As you all know, this event is sponsored by the East Bay Center for the Blind in Berkeley, California, and supported by American Council of the Blind. Uh, friends, we are here like a family, and oftentimes we learn from each other quite a bit. Before we begin today's session, I will begin with an announcement. As I said before, the East Bay Center for the Blind is developing learn at home braille courses. It means you can sit at home and teach yourself using the audio uh, teacher that we provide and the braille workbooks that we provide. Uh, and of course, if you are stuck anywhere, the Braille instructor at the center will help you to move on. I'm so happy to announce that our first course is almost ready. Its audio recording is in the process. However, those who are using the screen reader are, you know, those who can use uh, the audio version on computer. We have the workbooks and the script ready to share. Also, the enrollment application is available on our website, which is www.eastbaycenterfortheblind.org. So again, it's www.eastbaycenterfortheblind.org. You can go online if you can and fill out the enrollment application. And if you cannot, you can always call the East Bay Center for the Blind and the person who picks up the phone will help you fill out the application. It's just a simple application, easy to navigate, and it should not be difficult for people who know uh, the basic computer. So uh, the phone number to call the East Bay Center for the Blind is area code 510-843-6935. Once again, 510-843-6935. People who do not know Braille or who would like to refresh their Braille skills are most welcome to enroll. There'll be no charge for enrolling and learning this course. The course is called Braille 101, which is a, an uncontracted Braille reading course. The next course, Braille 102, will be the contracted Braille reading course, and it will go on. Braille 103 will be Braille writing course, and Braille 102 four will be Braille proficiency course. So we are working on that. It will take some time. I'm also, and the, at the center, we are also looking for donations. I'm so grateful to some of the donors who are also our participants for I Love Braille have generously donated to make this mission a success. And that's how we have been able, with the support of these donors, to create the first ever course under the project Learn at Home Braille Courses. And that's our Braille 101. I'll be happy to answer more, but I would not continue to stay in between today's presenter and our friends can comprise the audience. So as you all know, 
today we are going to learn about using braille in our kitchen the title is using braille in your kitchen and i'm pretty sure those who use braille and those who use kitchen those who use both will be happy to learn quite a bit those who you know do not use braille i recommend them to do that and those who do not use kitchen I, if i can i can also recommend that but of course it's your call uh let me see i hope terry nettle is here terry is here Yes, you I are. Am. I know you would be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we need we need much introduction about Terry. Terry has been a retired Braille teacher, and she has been a lifetime Braille user. So she is the best person to tell us more about using Braille in your kitchen. Over to Terry, and Terry, you may also tell a little bit more about yourself. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Valene, and everyone. I'm so happy to be here today. Um, Valene gave me a wonderful um, introduction. I have presented on uh, this call in the past, and last week, for those of you who were here, I did do the uh, Braille drawings, and I've done the Braille drawings in the past. So anyway, I'm happy to be here in this capacity. Um, I have been a Braille reader ever since I was six years old, so it's been quite a while, um, and, a, and a very um, strong advocate for Braille. So let me take you on a tour of my kitchen. Um, my appliances, the tools I use, um, spices and cookbooks, and ways that I keep some recipes. First, um, I'd like to talk to you about my labeling system. <clears throat> First of all, for my appliances, I have a Oster French door tabletop oven, which I got from QVC. You can use it as a toaster oven, but you can also use it as a regular oven and a convection oven. Um, you can, it has two shelves in it. You can cook two large pizzas in it as well. So just to let you know that it's bigger than a regular toaster oven. Um, I use these rubber lock dots <clears throat> on this particular oven because it gets so hot when you use Braille labeling, then it will melt. So I use these and then I have created, um, I have a notebook that I have created templates, if you will, for my, um, uh, for the different appliances that can't be uh, labeled per se. So anyway, um, so what I do is uh, I put these, these braille, I mean, these, uh, these lock dots on it, and then I have the little template that I refer to. Um, I try to get appliances which have either physical buttons or the bump what bubble but bubble buttons which are buttons that are not exact buttons but they kind of bubble up um if you will on the on the surface so i use first of all use a crock pot which that does not require any labeling it has a knob and i just has the the different positions which i've memorized it's nothing fancy then I have an electric chopper um, by Cuisinart that has a couple of buttons, actual buttons, and I have a, and it's a small one, it's a small chopper. And then I have a Ninja Blender, which is also has buttons, so I did not have to um, label those, I just memorized. Um, and I have a Blend Jet, which it's just one button that you can put things in. It's really good for making smoothies. And also my magic bullet, which came with um, different types of uh, container things that you put on top, as well as mugs. And then you can, it has, you put your ingredients in it and then you put it, the, the, uh, the blade on it, you screw it on. You put it down on top of the, the, uh, the bullet, the, the magic bullet motor and you twist it so that it locks and then you just press down on it and that activates the um the magic bullet <clears throat> um and it can chop spices and whipped cream and do all kinds of cool things um chop nuts 
So my microwave, um, I've labeled it with Braille because as a lot of microwaves, I do not have the talking microwave. So a lot of microwaves, you know, have the, the flat panel surface. And so I have Braille uh, labels on that. Um, it's a GE. And so I was able to purchase from from them. That, well, I got from them these labels. It's a Braille overlay. Um, if you don't, if you can't get overlays for your appliances, then you can just make the labels yourself. My range oven, because I have a, 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 a flat top cooktop uh, stove um, slash oven. So it's not a drop in stove. It's just the it's just this, you know, a stove and an oven combined, uh, the range. And so it has um, some lock dots on it as well as because it has the flat panel surface. And so what I've done was I've used with with these um, these lock dot things, they're rubbery and there's some that are raised like a bubble. Then they have some that are that and they're round and then they have some that are round that ha that are um, not a bubble, but kind of flat. And then they have some that are squares. So what I've done with that, because my for my for my um, numbers, because you key in you you key in your temperature like four two five and then hit start. So um, those are all the round bubble ones. And interestingly enough, they are not set up um, like a key telephone keypad. They are like one, two, three, four, five on the first line. And then on the second line, it's six, seven, eight, nine, and zero. So I have those on there. And then on the temperature button, when you first start it, you hit the, you hit the bake button. And um, what I've done was I put a square button on that. And on my self-cleaning, I put a round flat one. And then um, when I hit, after I hit that bake, then I key in my um, my numbers, you know, for the temperature. And then I hit the start button. I usually don't use the timer on that oven because I use my um, uh, Echo device. Um, I used to have a Braille uh, um back in the day you know i used to i used to have the uh the braille timer but i don't anymore so um so anyway that's how i label th that and, and then i have like a square button for that um and right underneath uh or I, I do that on the stop but on the start button right above it i don't put a label um because i know that i, I just put my finger directly above that square for the for the you know to turn the oven off is is where you you hit the start button after you hit bake and there's also a broil button as well so um but you just hit the bake tie key in the temperature and then i hit the start button so that's how i do that my dishwasher has physical buttons on it and I do have a template brailled in that, and I have that in my notebook as well. But we tend to set it on certain settings, and we just leave it there. Um, so my Keurig, um, I do not have it brailled. Um, a friend of mine, she does, and she's on this call, she, she does have hers labeled because hers is a little more um, entailed than mine is. But mine is the kind that, uh, you can either do one cup at a time or you can do a pot, like for a pot of coffee. Um, <clears throat> but I I just tend, and it has, a well, it has a circle that has the K on it for Keurig, and that's the one that you would start. But um, after you've entered in, like if you want, I hit the Keurig, you know, the one cup Keurig, or, or for the small part, I guess. The other the other one is for the, for the big pot. But if I'm just going to do an individual... Um, I put my Keurig in, my K-cup, push the that button, and then there's a circle that has uh, four ounce, six, eight, and 10 ounces. And then I just hit the K. So I don't, you know, I've memorized those. I don't need to, to braille that. My air fryer oven has uh, physical buttons. Um, and I have a braille template for that Uh because it's and I have it in the caddy drawer that I have I have these different caddies that I 
purchased on Amazon that I have these sitting on. So it kind of raises up your appliance just a little bit, a couple, few inch, couple inches, and it has a drawer in it, which is really, really nice. So I keep um, my Braille template of what is what those buttons are because it's hard to Braille those with the way the buttons are shaped. They're like little rectangles. Um, so it the, the Braille wouldn't really stick on there. So I use that. Um, my Instant Pot has a panel on it as well, but it does have the bubble buttons. And so what I have is I have this uh, these labels that are, they're, they're these clear sheets and they have the sticky back. And so you Braille on them. So what I do is I Braille what's on the left-hand side of the panel. I put um, like for those buttons going down, um, I have all those in their order. And then on the right-hand side of that, panel I've have the other side and it's brailed with a sticky you know and it's on that and it doesn't melt it um believe it or not um and the same friend um that um you know that I was talking about earlier she is also the one who who did that and so she I just said oh can you brown my template because she has the the um the paper for that and everything so um so, so that's so that's really neat. Um, and then my KitchenAid, I don't need that. That's the mixer. You know, it just has that lever that you push for, you know, towards you. And um, the speeds change as you slide those uh, towards you. My Johnsonville sausage cooker. This is really a cool thing. Um, it's if a lot of you might, well, you know about the George Foreman or these old sandwich makers that they have. The, the um, sunbeam ones um well this one here has different plates that you can take in and out and some of them are for these really big sausages some are for links and then the other one is for the patties and what's really cool about it is that you just put put the plates in of what you're going to be using put the uh lid down it does have a, a tray that's um built you know you can slide it out from it for the for the grease droppings um you put that uh you, you just latch it lock the uh the lid and then you just press one button so there's no need to braille because there's only one button on it and it has a temperature uh gauge inside that when it gets to the the proper temperature then it will um it will stop it'll beep to let you know that it's finished and then it will turn off my george foreman grill um they've evolved over the years so this one here has some bubble buttons and it only has like a few it has like um temperature up and down then it has um the sear button s-e-a-r and then it has the um timer up and down or whatever and then you have your on the far right you have your power button so that's really easy but i do also have i always like to braille templates for some of my thing you know um things and put them in notebooks some of my uh appliances and then um let's see then i have um a let's see here then I have other tools, you know, like I have a chopper from Pampered Chef and I have a, a some kind of a thing that you can, uh, the mandolin that you can slice with and you have to be really careful with that. And I have this thing that I can dice with. I have a, a, a lot of kitchen gadgets. <laughs> I just like those, you know, like um, I, have a, I have a set of Braille measuring spoons and measuring cups, which I got from Blind Mice Megamart, mm-hmm. Megamall, whatever, years ago. Um, I also have regular measuring cups and measuring spoons. And like I said, I have a, quite an assortment of kitchen gadgets and tools, um, like for cutting and measuring and, and shredding and all that. My spices, I have a spice rack and I have my spices labeled in Braille with Dymo tape. Um, and then I have some that are also labeled that are in my, my cupboard. Um, my canned goods um, are labeled with Braille magnetic labels. So I've made some Braille. Um, and I found out recently that 
um, somebody was telling me that they use the for canning. I don't know if it was on here or if it was somewhere else, but at any rate, they use uh, the canning labels and they are magnetic that you can buy, you know, the print people you uh, sighted people use. And so you can braille on those. So I'm going to be ordering some of those as well. Um, I'll have to go on late uh, on the um, on Amazon and see, you know, what they have. I also have um, various types of storage containers going anywhere from Tupperware to uh, just different ones that I've purchased, square ones, you know, that can stack and that they're clear. But I've put Braille labels um, all on those for for dried goods like spaghetti and different types of pasta and flour and sugar. And, and that's all in my pantry. Um, we have a nice size upright freezer. And what I have done was um, I have made on, on a eight, eight by eight and a half by 11 sheet paper. I've made uh, like what's everything that's, you know, on, on each shelf. What is there like what's on the left hand side of the shelf, the middle and the right. And so I have it clipped. I have a paper like like a, a chip clip that has a magnet on it. So I've, I have that clipped um, on the top of the paper and it's clipped to, and it's uh, magnet magneted to my side of my freezer. And that works really well for me. Um, and as for about boxed items, I just place like a I make a Braille label with um, index cards and then I use a rubber band and I put it around that so that I know what that you know, what that item is. And some things like I know what peanut butter, you know, that the jar feels like and I what the mayonnaise jar feels like. So some things I don't, I don't braille every single solitary thing because some things I can identify. As for cookbooks and recipes, all right. So I have recipes that are in book and braille, hard copy braille, as well as I have them on my computer and I've been, I have downloaded those into my braille display. And I also have um, a, a file box that I put on larger index cards, not the three by fives, but the next size up. Um, I've put, I put them on that, like, for example, um, brownie mix or um, Betty Crocker cake mixes, you know, like, uh, or Duncan Hines or whatever, you know, I will, I will, uh, things that are my favorite, I will put the directions and the, you know, like how many, you know, oil and, and uh, eggs and blah, 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 temperature and, and time, <clears throat> excuse me. And then I, um, so I do that. Um, and so I keep those in the box, you know, in, in boxes so that I can um, pull it out when I know like cream of wheat. Um, I make cream of wheat. So, um, you know, I may put the uh, recipe because I might not eat that every single day. So then time will go by and I'm like, OK, now what was the ratio to the cream of wheat to the water or milk? And what is the time? Yeah, I mean, you know, how long do I let it boil? And so, you know, I, I do do that with um, with that as well. And then um, I don't. Um, so because I have uh some recipes, you know, a bunch of recipes that are on my Braille display. I don't want to really use my Braille display while I'm cooking. Uh, that's not a good idea because you, know, you should always have your hands clean when you're using your Braille display. So I will gather my ingredients. Um, and what I like, what I will also do is I even have a notebook of favorite recipe type things that I would use, you know, more than twice. And I keep them in hard copy Braille for that. So what I will do is if I don't have it on there, I will make a hard copy. I will gather my ingredients, put them on a tray, um, like all my spices and, and that kind of thing. Put, get all my tools out, what I need. And then I have my, my hard copy Braille recipe. And then I start uh, cooking or baking or whatever, you know, with that. And, of course, I wash my hands in between steps. Because uh, it does get the braille kind of icky. Um, 
I'd like to find some really good, like, I wish they still, I don't even know, maybe they do, maybe somebody will know on here, but some good old thermoform, love that stuff. For It's really good. I know there's been people on here who've had opinions on thermoform that they didn't really care for it. But when you're cooking, it's great because all you have to do is wipe it off when you finish. So, um, but I'd like to find that or something like it. I did find this one thing like it. I think it was probably from APH, but I'm not sure. It is white, but it's thicker than thermoform. The problem with that is, well, if you're using a slate and stylus, it is heck on your arm because it's, it's thicker and it's harder to braille on. But the other thing is that when using it in your Perkins, it really, it's, it doesn't really want to wind in really well. So it kind of gets askewed. And sometimes you're brailing halfway on top of another line, no matter what you do, and then it'll get stuck on around the, you know, the roller. So anyway, if anybody will know of, um, of, you know, of that, where, where to get something for that, that would be, that would be really, really helpful. So um, I hope you've enjoyed the tour of my kitchen and how I utilize Braille into um, working around in the kitchen. And so at this point, I'd like to take questions and comments, if it's okay with you, Valine. Uh, let's see. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Thank you so much, Terry, for this explanatory, uh, intense presentation. Um, friends, using Braille gives us much greater independence and using braille in kitchen is one of those things that we really need to exercise our independence cooking used to be the domain of women but now not necessarily men and women both cook and they should i, I also learned some cooking but not as much as you are doing terry your kitchen seems to be well, fully equipped with all <laughs> kinds of gadgets available in the world. So that is great. Well, of course, I know that not everybody can afford, and there are several ways we can use Braille and we can exercise our independence. Uh, uh, I'm going to mute myself. I'm afraid people are putting a roof on me, I mean to say on my house. And I'm not sure if the sound is going through my computer to you. Have you been hearing some kind of sound? You know, if um, not, yeah. Every once in a great while, I heard just a little teensy thing. Like I thought maybe somebody was going to be saying something, but I wasn't sure if that was coming from possibly, uh -huh. um, you know, somewhere else. But it wasn't. It no. wasn't distracting or anything no, no, like no. that. Okay. So, okay. No. Great. Yeah. No. I, I. I. Actually, I muted myself when you were talking, Terry. Okay. But so I have now unmuted, and uh, they are hitting something on the roof. Uh, no, we can't hear it. Uh, you can or cannot? Not. Can yeah, not. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a good sign. Okay. Thank you. All right. Perfect. Maybe a tiny okay. bit right now, but th it's not loud at all, Verlene. Okay. Your voice is it's well louder. No, it's not right. disturbing. No. Perfect. Okay. All right, friends. So as I oftentimes call Terry the terrific. So hopefully uh, you enjoyed her terrific presentation. And uh, I'm pretty sure people have questions. <laughs> so uh, our host, Jane, will announce the name. And we go from there. Hey, Jane. And so sorry, there's so much noise in my house. That's uh, okay. Is it Jewel? <laughs> so Yes, the first is Jewel and then yes. followed by Jody. Okay. All right, perfect. Thank you, Jane. Yes, hey, Jewel. Hey, I switched over from uh, media because I was walking, but um, that's why I was a little late. But um, so thank you for your little tour of the kitchen. I was wondering, I had a question, then I had a comment. Um, where do you get your dymo tape? Because it does seem to matter which dymo tape you get. I've had some really bad experience with dymo tape that doesn't stick or you can't get the backing off of. I agree. Um, <laughs> and I'm having to replace, like on some of my things, I'm having to replace it because it's like I've had a couple of them that have come off of my um, yeah. microwave. But um, I tried it. I don't know. I've tried um, independent living aids. I've tried maxi aids. Mm -hmm. um, I've even tried even in the... Um, 
uh, office supply stores. Yep. I've even gotten them. The thing is, is they, it's hard to find the half inch in those. So you kind of tend to get this. Yeah, I have found them on Amazon. Um, okay. But the ones I found on Amazon, the backing is very hard to get off. Yeah. I've tried okay. like independent living and maxi aids and, and LSNS and not much luck with those. Yeah. But I guess I'll just keep trying one, one roll at a time, right? Right. <laughs> find that perfect one. My um, independent living counselor gave me some that is great. So maybe I'll just ask her. Um, my and then bring it back though, to us and let us all know because we would yes, really appreciate def- it, please. Yes, definitely. Find out where she put gets hers and yes. let me know yeah. and let y'all know because it sticks great and it's easy to get the backing off of. So, okay, good. Uh, I'm almost out of that one. <laughs> um, the comment was on the uh, plastic sheet. Um, these will not work in the Braille writer, but I have found that those um, plastic page protectors are great for plate and stylus. And then oh. you can put the print on the inside mm-hmm. uh, or either the print or, um, you know, non-plastic Braille. Um, you could even like do them both at the same time because the plastic is thin enough. Um, I really like those plastic page protectors. I have seen... MVP National Braille Press has the plastic sheets. I've not used those though, so I'm not sure how thick they are. Um, but also, if you get the um, the home um, um, laminate, that works great with Braille also. And you just Braille it, and then you can take it off the thing and put it onto a regular piece of paper, or you could leave it on the back end. Um, just the the home laminate sheets, and then you can put that on something also. Um, you can even cut it up and use it as um, labeling. So I've done that with the, the the home laminate sheets are annoying to do as actual laminate because you have to like be very still and get them not wrinkled. But they were great for you know if you're doing it like pieces at a time. So is it okay if I ask um, uh, Jane Corona if she's still here, if she could unmute and tell us? the sheet that you use Jane on, you know, we did for our, um, and where you got that for, for, for the instant pot. Okay. Um, I got that about 40 years ago. Well, I thought you were 40. Yeah. (laughs) Was giving away, uh, big rolls of, uh, it was like laminate paper and it was about eight inches wide and it was a great big roll. And they were very shocked that they were inundated with requests from blind people. They didn't <laughs> think that people would think, use, but yeah. I still have some. Um, Do you know what brand that was? It was from 3M. That's all I know. 3M? Hmm. Okay. 3M. 3M. Some, okay. You can, you, it was about wide and it was a big roll and it was easy to get the back off. Um, so that's, that's what we used on our instant pots. Okay, um, cool. The other that I've used uh, also I use it on my wardrobe and Valine you may want uh, the, I could talk at some point about how I braille mm-hmm. my clothes uh, and oh and that will be great yeah. my wardrobe um, I use yeah. um, uh, uh, x-ray film old x-ray film back when they were using mm-hmm. x-ray film instead of digital that goes through the dryer and everything but but I use that also and I have a six-dot labeler uh, with the Dymo tape that comes with that. It's exorbitantly expensive, but it's a wonderful machine. So, but it's like I, a little I, Perkins oh, brailler. It's really it's, cool. It's really cool. Yeah. And, yeah. Great. Thank you, Jane. Oh, thank you, Jane. And uh, thank you, Jewel. I think because there are yeah, some I, seven or eight hands okay, up. I, uh, yeah. There I'll are ask some, my other question later. Some people who are from India and South Africa having their hand up. So okay. before their hands are tired, let's go on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, so next so is Jody, right? We Jane? Jody, yeah. Then Jody. Yes, Jody. Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Valine. Hi, Terry. Hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, as far as a solid sheet of plastic, another choice is if you go to the office supply store and buy the plastic report covers, um, you, you cut them along the seam and then you have two pieces of plastic. And you can braille those, and those are really nice. They're a nice weight, too. And if you have low vision, you can buy the colored ones, and, and that can help you in sorting. You know, you're going to have all your baked items yellow and your 
your meat items red or something like that. So, uh, so that that's one option. And then my favorite thing in the kitchen is I I individually um, wrap my like say, say for example I buy pork chops. I put individual pork chops in uh, ziplocs ziploc sandwich bags. Yep. And then I take all the pork chops and put them in a gallon bag. That's and then what I, I have do. <laughs> some, yeah, and then I have some uh, I have some plastic index cards. So I wrote pork chops on the you know the, the index card and I put that in there with the in the bag and and uh, sometimes oh, I can even read idea. it through the ziploc bag. Yeah, and that way you know and so I've got like individual. Uh, I cut up its steak into individual portions and mm -hmm. have each one of those in a bag. So I've got one bag with steak and another bag with pork chops and, um, you know, something you can tell by feel like Italian sausage or, you know, hamburgers, you know, those are all round ones. So some things you don't need labels for, but that's, that's the other option. Is, I'm writing um, all these things down when people offer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, doing that in the freezer and then, um, and I'd be curious also to know about the clothing but there was one more thing i was going to mention i can't think of what it is right now but i, I can come back okay. thank you yes get to some of these hands here we have about who's next uh we have genie then genie Dan. right yes hey genie it's electric right yes hello oh can you, you know hey yes oh yeah oh, hi, hi genie this is so much fun and golly a lot of us are all peas in a pod i can tell um <laughs> so i have sworn off of uh dymo tape uh to me it you know if it's been in a roll it doesn't want to flatten out and it does mm -hmm. pop off and all that but what i use and i love these things and i order them by like three or five hundred at a time um they're from the braille superstore and they're called braille container labels I haven't measured exactly how wide. I think they're about five or six inches wide and they're um, a two and a half or three inches from, well, they're not three inches because they're not as big as an index card, but they are wonderful and they come like tractor feed. So if you put them in individually, I usually can get three lines of Braille on one and four if I, you know, kind of position it and hold it in place. Um, and if you, roll in a few labels at a time and do them that way. You can definitely um, get four lines of Braille and then you can just cut them to fit. And I have this little tiny pair of scissors that I just do that with. So I really love those, but they're from Braille Superstore. They also make full sheets and I haven't gotten those that, you know, that have the adhesive on the back, but if they're made by the same company, uh, they hold Braille great. And, and as you know, not all sheets are created equal because I've gotten some braille sheets or adhesive sheets from Amazon that didn't hold the braille very well. Um, in terms of my oven, it's similar to Terry's, but it doesn't have all the numbers. And I have actually put braille on my oven panel, you know, that has the controls. And again, the Dymo tape kept popping off, but these braille labels from the braille um, superstore, braille container labels, hold great and so like i have oh, br some. for broil bk for bake st mm -hmm. for start uh up for up because on mine it defaults to 350 and then you push up yeah. until you, and it goes five degrees at a time dn for down anyway so that works really really well my recipes i started this back when i was in college i had four little you know the regular five by eight um card boxes and I couldn't wait to get all of those filled up. Well, anyway, um, move forward mm, 50 years later. And several years ago, I got these, um, and they don't make them anymore, but they're large three by five, I mean, five by eight index file drawers. Mm -hmm. They were made by Rubbermaid and they were plastic. I used to have those, yeah. And I have eight of them and I absolutely <laughs> love them. Uh, they don't make those anymore, but you no. can get metal ones. And so if it's a recipe that I think I might use sometime that I want, I just put it on a five by eight index card. Sometimes I might have to use two and staple them together, but that works really well. Um, recently, a few okay. months ago, someone in its electric was talking about spice containers that are magnetic which I found really Ooh. exciting because I had all mine in, in 
bottles that were the same and I had them in a mm-hmm. tray and I always had to pull down the tray and then I had to get the one underneath it if, if the spice wasn't in that tray. But anyway, I got these magnetic spice bottles and the ones I got are from Gustus something. Anyway, I got them from Amazon. They're all round. Uh, I put Braille on the side of each container and then I just have them on the side of my fridge and I can reach up there and and I have things that are similar in a row. Anyway, I have 40 of those on the side of my fridge and absolutely oh, love them. Wow. Yeah, I know. They do a great job. Do they stack? Um, if you stack them, are they magnetic as well? Um, they are, but you don't want to do that when they're on the side of the fridge. No, no, no. I mean, like yeah. if they were inside yeah, of a yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. The other day right. we were getting new flooring in our kitchen. So I had so to take let, them off of the refrigerator and yeah. I made stacks of five and stuck them on the counter. Yeah. So oh, they will do that. Um, I think you still can get thermoform paper and I do like everybody else does with the freezer. Um, I use these Braille container labels that I happened to mention earlier, and I'll just put, I, I even label things like Italian sausage, although I can tell the difference because I also include the date. And as people know, I'm a big Instant Pot girl, and I'll make thing, big batches of things in the Instant Pot and then um, put individual portions in one quart freezer bags and label those. You do want to put the bag or the label so, on the bag before it's um, in the freezer, you know, when thank you. Jenny, you're very resourceful. Uh, well, how you, about, uh-huh. could you send me the list of resources with, from where all that I just talked about labels yeah. and all? Yeah. yeah, just what you just talked about. Uh, the email address is Shah at East Bay Center for the Blind. And okay. that is spelled S H A H at yes. eastbaycenterfortheblind.org and I will uh, see if I can post all your resources on our website. Okay. So not I'll only the listeners to today, but in the future, right. they can refer to your resources and use them and they can enjoy greater independence in the kitchen. Okay? All right, I'll be happy to do all that. Right. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Uh-huh. And we will have to move next because there are quite a few people who have questions and comments. We have Dan next. Mary, this is Jody. Dan? Can I mention the, the item that I forgot to mention? Yes, yes. go ahead. Yes. Okay. I was going to suggest when I buy my spices, I buy them in a large container and I put the brill in the lid. And then when I buy the next jar, I just take just the, lid the lid off the old jar. Yeah, and that's what I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I do too. Oh, ah, okay. Thank you. Right. Thank you Good for that. Sure. Okay, perfect. Okay, next. next one is Dan Minor. Dan? Yes, you were uh-huh. talking about uh, templates and such, particularly ones in your in your own notebook. And I'm wondering, that's such a, a vague term. What what do you really okay? Mean so what template? I do is is um, I have um, I'll have my husband or myself. You know, it depends on what it is because if he's reading it from the internet, even before I even when my when my item is on its way. I will, uh, my appliance or whatever went on in the mail, I will, um, he will say, okay, on the left hand, you have, you have a series of buttons, you have two on the left hand side, then you have a space across on the first row, then you have one, then you have a space, and then you have two more that are together. And then when you go down underneath of the second button, there'll be such and such. So how he describes it is how I put it on a sheet of paper, and I label what it is. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're so then I just to, refer to it yeah, when I need to. to follow the the geography or the uh, geometry of it. I gotcha. Correct. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, Dan. Okay. All right. Thank you, Dan. Next Thanks, is Linda. your friend Linda. I think you know her. Hey, Linda. Hey there. Terry, you have the most fascinating kitchen. It's almost like a restaurant's kitchen. <laughs> I would like to visit. Yeah, you come on. Come on, Valine. Valiant Valine. <laughs> okay, I'm on go a plane. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Terry. Linda. Linda. Terry, how do you deal with measuring liquids? Yeah, good question. Good question. So what I do is I have, like I mentioned, um, I have, you know, I have some trays. And so I do one of two things. Either I will measure it over the sink or Mm. I will measure it um, 
over a uh, um, a tray. Yeah. yeah, a pot or a tray, you know, a tray or a big, huge bowl or, or container of some sort, you know, like that. I will measure that, you know, like if I'm going to do like two, two and a half cups of milk, um, I yeah. do have a two and a half cup measure, but I do, I do do it over something so it doesn't spill all over the counter. And I definitely don't measure it into the, into the uh, mixing bowl or pot or whatever it is I'm doing that way, mm. because as you know, we can get way too much like salt yes. <laughs> yeah so we there can you go sure that we we can spill so yeah so you and use... funnels also are another good tool yeah. to use um, but a two and a half cup measure i'm thinking of a pyrex two and a half cup measure but that no these are plastic go... and these are the braille ones if you go to um blind mice megamall unless somebody else knows another place now that sells them they start at they go like Two cups. I mean, I'm sorry. Two cups, then one and a half cup. I didn't mean two and a half cup. I meant to say one, a two cup, a one and a half, and then a one cup. I believe. Then you have like three three quarters, and then you have a two thirds, and you have a third, and then you have a you know a right. half or whatever. You know, it just goes down like that. And so that's how I get those. The Pyrex <laughs> ones are harder to do because you can't yeah. feel them on the outside. Yeah. Now, but you I guys, Maxiade still sells them too. Oh, do they? Okay, thank you. And then, um, I don't know if you, you guys that were on here for the Braille um, uh, thing on Braille slates that um, Judy Dixon has given in the past. She um, actually designed a, I don't think she's going to be able to do anything with it, but she designed a, um, a measuring cup that is Braille on the outside and on the inside. With the large print number, you know, raised numbers as well on both, mm -hmm. and in it, she she had somebody do it on a three D printer, <laughs> and I oh, have cool. one of them, so it's kind of cool. Oh wow! Yeah. How expensive? Yeah, I don't know how much they are, but <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> she hasn't sold them. But anyway, she yeah, just did oh, it. Okay, okay, okay. So next, you, you <laughs> use the dry measure for your liquid measuring, if I, I understand. Do. Okay. Yes. Thank okay. you. Because I have several sets of measuring cups. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Linda, next. thank you so much. Thank you, Linda. Can we move? Next. All right. Sure. Next is Ethel. Jane. Ethel. Hi, guys. Thanks Hi. for your presentation. It's great and all the great suggestions. And perhaps I missed it. My challenge is my uh, rice cooker. Um, I can never uh, find a feeling with my finger inside. Um, you know, for the two cup measure, because it has its own special little measuring cup. Right. And I put in the two cups of rice, and mm -hmm. then you have to fill the water exactly to, you know, where I can feel, but uh, I imagine those are raised numbers, but I'm not feeling, maybe my long nails are too long, but I can never quite get the, so I'm kind of guessing. Um, if I put a tactile dot, one of those rubber ones, I've been kind of loath to do it. Um, would I ruin the appliance or possibly? Um, or I don't know if it would melt it or not, but mm -hmm. um, I would certainly, well, if you get somebody to tell you what those markings are, right. then what I would do is just practice um, sometime before you're even going to cook. I would just practice. I would put my finger, you know, I would find the, the the spot on which you wanted to put the, because this is what I used to do when I had a rice cooker. Mm -hmm. I did used to put my finger on the mark where it was right. um, because my rice cooker had the pot, you know, the, the insert pot that you could take in and out. And okay. I'm sure that's what you're doing. Yeah. So then what I did was I put it, um, I put it down um, and I just started putting water into it until I felt it up to my finger tip right. um, or the ball of your finger, like where you would read Braille. And mm -hmm. then I would stop and then I would put it back into, I would insert it, you know, um, back into the um, rice cooker. Mm -hmm. Okay. All and right. then put your rice in after that. That would be, I think that might be easiest. Okay. I'm going to give that a shot. All okay. Right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you. And the next person is in India now, but she's Ooh. from 10,000 miles away asking a question. Her name is Divya Biju. Yay, Divya. Hi. Hi, Terry. Her. How are you? <laughs> haven't heard you for a long time. How are you? 
I know. I'm doing great. And great. I totally agree with everyone here that your kitchen is terrific is as terrific as you are. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. You're you're not so bad yourself. You are wonderful. <laughs> I, I heard Divya cooks lots Singer. of spicy dishes. Yes. <laughs> I can cook less spicy dishes for you guys. There you go. <laughs> so, so what's I your question, to, Divya? Yeah, I just had two quick quick questions. Yeah. Yes. Um, the first one was um, like, uh, me too, like even I love Tupperware and all the containers. Mm -hmm. um, but then how do you label them so that you're even able to wash them or clean them? <laughs> and my second question was that how do you make magnetic labels to take on tins or metal yes. items okay so thank you um thank yeah you. thank you divya okay so let's go with the uh, magnetic ones first i am going to order those um those uh, uh magnetic um canning labels to do that because currently right now what i do with those is i use i have um a roll of of um magnetic strip that has it does have a um a peel off backing on it but what i've done what i've discovered which this works great because as as those of us who were talking about the the labeling uh the dymo tape doesn't really stick no. i peel that off also and then i line it up really well and then i stick it so it's two sticky things sticking to each other Mm -hmm. But the problem, the problem with the, the rolls of that is, is it's curled and it stays curls and then it pops off. So that's why I'm going right. to start to get that. Now, as far as the Tupperware type items, um, what I do is I have ordered and I think what people were talking about, um, the, these other labels, um, that's in the sheet i would th i'm going to try i am going to order those um those braille container labels um but right. in the meantime what i was doing is i had ordered some braille labels on sheets from aph which are quite costly um and you can peel off each label on them there's like i think well they're different sizes but the ones that i one of these that i have is a little bit bigger and it does not come off so you can wash your um your items now I don't put mm -hmm. those in the dishwasher. I wash those out by hand. Ah, that's right. a secret. Because okay. I don't know what mm -hmm. it would do to the braille. You know, I haven't tried it yet. So, but I'm going to wait to get this <laughs> other question, this other good yeah. labeling. So, hopefully, that answers your question, Divya. Yes, it did. And Thank you so much. By You're the way, welcome. APH stands for American Printing House. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Story. Yes, yeah, that's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Another Thank question. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, you had, Divya. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I okay. answered them both. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you did. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll okay. let you know how those Thank labels you, do. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Keep logging in, okay? <laughs> yes, yes, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Alice. Anybody else? Alice, hi. Yes. From Hello. Milwaukee. And thank you, Terry, for the wonderful tour of your yes, kitchen. Thank uh, you, Alice. I wanted to mention, in answer to your earlier question, um, if you are not going to use thermoform for your favorite uh, most used recipes or it's not available easily, what I've done in the past is taken a hard copy paper braille and put it inside a Ziploc bag. And, you know, if you get the sizing right and everything, and sometimes you have to hold the baggie a little bit, the plastic bag, but I, it is possible for some good Braille readers to read through that. Yes. Yes. And then you can clean it off or you can use it for another purpose after <laughs> you finished. So that's right. Uh, it's good. You, know, you can get dual use from it. So okay. I'll mention that. And then also I use, uh, you must have a large kitchen and <laughs> And blessed with a large kitchen, but for those of us who may not have kitchens quite so large, the wire racks mm -hmm. that are available in various sizes at the big box stores, I not only use those in my cupboards for better organizing and more quickly finding what I need in my cupboards, mm -hmm. but I also put them on the back area of my counters and I cover them with a 
you know, decorative tablecloth that I like. And I fold it a few times and let it drape over so the wire racks are not showing. So I can put some decorative items on top of that that hold items and napkins and so forth. So it's all filled on top. But underneath, I put various types of tins. And in the tins, I put various food items. Oh, neat. And they're little different shapes and sizes. And some have, uh, you know, sort of embossed things on them from uh, tins that I've saved from Christmas things and, Mm -hmm. and such. So I have found that that saves me cupboard space. And yet it's very quick to take those out from under the the wire racks. And I have much more space used in that way. That is awesome. So I thought I'd just mention that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. And Jeannie, thank you also. I'm always listening on ACB Media 5 and never get Jeannie. Mm -hmm. So I'll thank both of you. And have a good day. And I thank you, too. Thank you you so much, Alice. Okay. Now, before we move to the next, let's see. Darcy has somebody in the clubhouse. Yeah. Uh, Darcy? Um, Lisa, you've come up on stage. All right. And how many people you have in the clubhouse, Darcy? It it varies. We've got a... um, Pop in and out. Okay, on and out. Yeah, okay, we've got yeah, we have twenty nine participants on Zoom. Ah, all right, Lisa, Lisa. Yeah, I, I'm Lisa Hall in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm the Braille proofreader here mm-hmm. at Clovenox Center for right. Blind. And hand lowered. Uh, I do want to say that the Independence Market at National Federation of the Blind uh-huh. does yep. have a lot of the items that you're talking about in terms of dimal tape, uh, adhesive sheet, uh, okay. laminated sheets that you can use for labeling. They have okay. the, um, the braille uh, measuring cups and braille measuring spoons. Blind Mice Mega Mall has several electronic and braille Cookbooks from uh, Dale Campbell, who runs that. So oh, yeah, Cooking there, in the Dark. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's doing his own podcast now. Oh, good. Uh, what is it good called? Good to know. Yeah, the Cooking in the Dark. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's been yeah. around for a long time. So he, yep. he's back doing it now. He took a few years hiatus, and now he's back at it again. Okay, thank you, Lisa. Thanks, Anybody Lisa. else over there in Clubhouse? Not currently. No, we have, yeah. Dawn is waiting for long. Dawn Bilpuch. Yeah, she's on Zoom, Hi, but there's no more in Clubhouse. Okay, thank you, Darcy. Uh, All right, Dawn. Hello, Billine. Hello, hello, Terry. Hello, everyone. So I've got a couple tips um, that you can use. So for Dymo Tape, first of all, you have to press it down when you first stick it. So when you first put it on, you have to press it down with your fingers mm-hmm. and that will keep it from doing that. The second thing I would say about Dymo, you can get that at your office supply store as well. We've done that. And believe it or not, that stuff actually works better than a lot of the stuff that we've gotten from Amazon, you know, from Axiates and all the other places. Mm-hmm. And you can just buy it. It does work in your labeler. Just stick it in there, thing, 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 and it's done. Um, I do have a tip for people who can. You can actually use this on in your kitchen, on your stoves. And I'll tell you a way that you can do this. It's rubber made silicone, and it's hypoxy. But you have to get the kind that can stand heat. You have to get that kind. You put the little drop of that on the, on, I can't remember if you put it on, if we put it on our stove or if we put it on our, um, if we put it on the tape, but put a little drop of it on and we put the label tape on and it sticks. We've not had issues with it and can, and can read the stove and, you know, just, I mean, 
I mean, you could do a lot of different stuff with that. We we have blind we have uh, measuring cups in that too. I can't remember where in the heck where in the heck got them, but um, we do have them. So I would suggest the other thing I would say is you know those rubber grippy thingies that people can use to open things jars with yeah and all that well, uh huh put, put those put so, so like if you have something that you want to keep removing so like if say you're cutting carrots or you're cutting a vegetable for fruit you know you're cutting fruits for fruit salad. You could use that to put the grippy underneath the plate that you're using to cut, like that you're cutting on, or put it under a bowl or something. If if you don't want something to move, that's what you need to put under it so that sure. way it yep. stays. Those Absolutely. are kind of my tips, and I'm sure there's some that I probably haven't thought of, but that's the stuff I would say Dymo Alpha Supply, get the hypoxy silicone stuff that can stand heat. You can find it in auto stores, believe it or not. They sell it. My grandpa Mike actually recommended that. Okay. Thank okay, you, great. Uh, now, let me tell you one important thing. Uh, we have reached the end of the hour. And our host, Jane, uh, please note that we are registered for 75 minutes. So is it okay with okay. you if we continue another five or seven minutes? Uh, yeah, I've got an extra hour. No problem? <laughs> sure. All right. So now... Jewel and Jody both have some comments or some suggestions, it looks. And before we go to Jewel, I would request you all, if you mention any resource that people can use, please email it to me, shah, S-H-A-H, at eastwestcenterforblind.org. Okay, thanks. Let's go to Jewel. Hey, Jewel. Yeah, um, I had a couple of comments that... We came up and also had a question. Um, uh -huh. I'll give the question first because um, I was wondering about this. Um, do you know if anybody has created a film that would go over a Braille display? Um, Ziploc bag works, but I was wondering if there was something that was more like something that was more meant for the Braille displays. If not, somebody wanted to invent that. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be neat. Jane used to have one. Jane, uh, oh. which Braille display was that with? That's Jane cool. Corona. Okay. Is she still Jody. there? No. Okay, go ahead then, well, Jody. I'll go ahead with comments and then I'll, um, you know, hopefully Jane will come up. Um, I wanted to mention for measuring cups and in anything that's in the kitchen, really, that doesn't go in the oven because it won't withstand those temperatures, you can use puffy paint to put little dots that and make your braille dots. Um, my measuring cups, that's what I did because I have a set that goes up to like two cups. I think I actually have a three cup one too. Um, but they have um, on the underside of the lid, of, not the lid, the handle, I put puff paint dots to make the shape of the braille letters. So like I put a, a four for, um, you know, a D basically for the one fourth cup and, you know, stuff like that. I also did all my measuring spoons. Um, same deal. Um, puff paint withstands the heat of like a washer because it's meant for, you know, fabric, but it right. does just fine in dishwasher too. Thank you. Um, yeah. And you could also do that on the outside of a measuring cup. If you had somebody cited who could put a um, puff paint line at the, at the line that is visual, then you now have a line on your measuring cup on the outside. And you can kind of like put your finger like in between. I guess you could put the puff paint on the inside too and measure it that way. I'm not sure how that would work, but I've never used it. But yeah, you could use it pretty much on anything that's going to go in the dishwasher. As long as it's not going in the oven, I don't think it could withstand those temperatures, but it withstands hot water in the washer. So obviously you can use it on clothing too. So, okay. But thank you. I'd be, yeah. I'd be very interested to hear about that film. Oh, it looks like Jane Corona's yeah. not here. So, uh, okay. All right. There is, uh, is there someone, any more hands? Area code yes. 501, uh, ending with, uh, let's see, please disclose your name and ask your question or comment. Area code 501. 508. Yeah. Yes. This is Jody okay. Too. This is Teresa. Can you hear me? Teresa, uh -huh. yes, sure. Okay. Actually, this isn't really about a brailing question, but it is about um, 
kind of like a directional question. When you're using a a, a stove with a flat top, you yes. know, where you need to know where you've positioned your your um, saucepan or your frying mm -hmm. pan, is there a good way to um, um, or some type of way yes. to identify that? So that you can, your half pan, your pan isn't halfway off the right. burner. Okay, so I'll tell you what I do. Um, okay. You can set your, um, some of them have a little bit of a texture on the burners, yes. but not all of them do. So what I do right. is, um, because mine doesn't, this particular um, one that I have doesn't really have that. So what I do is I turn my burner on the very lowest uh, Point. setting. Correct. Mm -hmm. So it's like on warm yeah. or whatever. Okay. So uh -huh. that you can yeah. feel the heat from it, but it's not going to burn your fingers and you can line your pan up on there just okay. like that. Okay. okay. All right. Yes. Hey. Yeah. All right. All right. That's Thank one you. way to do it. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So I can be independent and, you know, I just moved into this house in um, first weekend of April. So. Okay. Well, good. I'm still yeah, getting familiar with things. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Terrific. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for asking well, questions. Well, wait a minute, Jody. Jody had one more question. question. I got, I got yes, one Jody. more, Malene. Yes, please. Uh, by ahead. the way, I've got a, I've got a flat top, and I I find that I always use the I hold the handle while I'm cooking so that the uh, the pan won't flip around. But the exactly. one big suggestion that I wanted to make is that sure. if you buy if you go to Amazon and you search for Braille overlays. They have quite mm -hmm. a few overlays for their appliances. And oh, when you purchase them, I think they're 99 cents, but then you get 99 cent credit. So uh, they're actually free. So if you search Amazon for Braille overlays, there's a lot that are available. Oh. And then the other suggestion that wow. I have is if you if you want to get bump dots, uh, you can actually go to the hardware store and, you know, you know, the little bumpers that are inside your kitchen cabinets. So that exactly. they don't slam. You can use those. You can, yeah. Yes. You, and they come in all kinds of sizes and, and everything. So I've got like a big one on the up arrow and a little one on the down arrow to remember on my stove. And they're actually cheaper than when you get them from other. They're much <laughs> cheaper and they're, yeah. and they're easily available because they're in any Home Depot or Lowe's or any hardware store. Absolutely. So, yeah. Send but, them an you know. Send me an email right, well, about the, that overlays in Amazon. Okay? Yes, Amazon overlay. Just search yeah. for Braille overlay on Amazon, yeah. and and you'd be surprised. Good how to many learn. I never knew about it. But he wants yeah. you to send him an email so it can be, you know, he'll have it in documentation. Okay, I'll have that too. Yes. yes. Thank okay. you, Jody. Shah at eastpacificblind.org. Okay. Yes. So, yes. friends, we have reached the end of this session. If just in case anybody else has a very quick comment, please speak up without saying anything. Um, thank you for all your comments and your tips, everybody, and your questions. That's right. And I thank you, Terry. And I thank everybody. Yes, thank Jen. Thank, thank uh, you, Dorothy, everybody. And everybody for joining, participating actively. By the way, the next week, we are going to have our session called I Have a Question. So if you have any Braille-related question, please email it to me. That's preferred. And if not, then come prepared with your questions. I have a question session is like an interactive session, which means you ask a question and any other participants who knows the answer will give you the answer. I will just uh, coordinate the session. So with that, I wish you all a good week ahead and good weekend. And I hope to see you all next week, next Thursday at the same time, whatever time it is in your clock, wherever you are. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. Bye now.